0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. Unfortunately, no Dean t- again today. We had him on the pod for a few short seconds, but uh, he had some computer issues. For all that, he's our he's our tech guy too, and we and we lost him. Ray, another two man episode, continuing with our summer scouting. We got the big boys on defense. We got the interior
1: defensive lineman. How we feeling, buddy? Yeah, I mean it's good. A uh, deep group. Uh, I feel like a lot of different flavors for this position as well, which I like to talk about. And for Dean, it's just, you know, another week. This is a new excuse though. This is a, this is a big one. Definitely unique. Um like you said we had him on the pod. We had him in the in the meeting for a little bit, but graphics card cut out. He's our chief technical officer and he just <laughs> the tech issue, so it's pretty ironic to say the least, but you know, we'll keep moving forward. We're we'll grind through this.
0: Yeah, so I don't know we, how we're going
1: to do it without him, but we'll we'll find a way. <laughs> we did get his top
0: 5 at least before uh before he cut out. So at least we have that and uh he has something to show for his work, but pretty unfortunate, but you know, the boys
1: of BTT we we grind through. So Ray, let's get to our top 5s. Who you got at number 5? Yeah, at 5. I got, I'm going with Nazir Stackhouse, the defensive tackle from Georgia. This, this school just keeps churning out fucking NFL players on the defensive front. It's kind of crazy. There's a few other guys that I noticed while watching uh, Stackhouse, too, that I feel like are going to be NFL players as well. But for, for him, he's a true senior from Georgia. He's a four-star recruit, I think number 242 overall, according to ESPN. And um, he started all 15 games last year. He played a lot, a lot of nose tackle. Uh, he's played 31 career uh, total games over the course of his three years at Georgia. Stats-wise, they won't really – jump off and like jump out at you like and really impress you, but three tackles for a loss. He went had no sacks last year with 11 hurries and 19 stops on 473 snaps. So he's more of a I think he's more of like a run stuffer at the moment, a true like nose tackle in the NFL. But some of his strengths, he's fucking massive. Um he could play that nose easy. 6'3, 320. So he's he's got the NFL size as it is. And he's Thick too. He's thick upper body, thick lower body. I can see him playing nose. I can see. I think he could play as as a three tech and a four, um, four man front. But right now they don't really ask him to shoot gaps much. They want him to just stand up the offensive line in front of him to gap and just play the run, which is what he excels at the most. For someone his size, he really gets off the line of scrimmage well, and he keeps his. Keeps his pads really low too, which I like. He he knows how to get leverage on the offensive lineman. And like I said, right at the moment, he's not much, he's not looking to get into the backfield as much as he is to stand up the lineman to gap and just let everyone else on this line and the linebacking court eat. He does a really good job of that. Uh and then I said, like I said, much more of a run uh much more advanced as a run defender at the moment, as opposed to a pass rusher. But in in the run defense, those nineteen stops, they really do you can really tell uh they don't even tell the whole story actually if you really think about it because the linebacker, he opens up so much space for the linebackers and some his other teammates on the defensive line to eat uh weaknesses i want to see more i want to see some more splash plays behind the line of scrimmage only three tackles for a loss no sacks uh, no QB hits either so i really want to see georgia let this man loose let him shoot some gaps uh like jalen carter did last year and make a little bit more splash plays. Just get get him more uh, snaps as a three tech as opposed to that true nose, and also just I guess to uh, to more detail on it. He he's gonna have more counter moves. He gets stalemated a lot. I, I don't know if it's like a stalemate in a sense where he can't win, or if it's just his role is just stand the lineman up and just take up space. I want to see him maybe add some counter spins, a swim move or something. But right now he just seems. More than more than uh, more than okay to just stand the lineman up and just kind of push the the pocket back and just collapse it as opposed to winning truly and going for the sack. So he's at five right now. I think with a good year he could climb up a couple of spots just because he does have the tools. He has got a good get off and he's got elite size for the position. But I'm curious to see how this Georgia defense fr- uh, looks this year because, like I said, they they're just loaded with players still. Yeah,
0: it's pretty unbelievable that a lot of those guys aren't even draft eligible yet either. They just get so much production from these guys. It's it's really unbelievable. I got him outside my top five. I I have him at seven, um, but I really like what you said. I think for me, I just see some of the guys that I have ahead of him with more upside, especially in terms of the pass rush. Um, he only had a 2.9 win rate last year in pass rush snaps. That's it's really not his game, like he like said. Um, but if he does add a couple moves, and you said the, the counter spin, if, if this guy gets a counter spin, my god, that's absolutely terrifying. This guy is just an absolute mammoth of a human being. But I agree with everything he said. I think his role, especially playing next to to Jalen Carter last year, was was more just to to two gap to eat up space and let these linebackers come downhill. I mean, they got some good ones, Dumas Johnson. And uh, who's the other guy? Molden, what, uh, his name is. Yeah. Um, so maybe without Carter this year, he gets a little more work and uh, to go and pass rush. Cause they got some dudes who, uh, who are also going to get after it on that D line, but he's a good player. He's going to be steady. He's going to be in the NFL and he'll be on the field uh, on early rundowns right now. So I think right now maybe a late day two, kind of kind of player right now, but uh, he's a good one. Hopefully, he can uh, continue to grow this this year.
1: Yeah, I view him the same way. I think I think a lot of these guys that we're going to talk about right at the moment are like day two players. Uh, I don't see a lot of I don't see a, a top end um, defensive tackle in the mold of Jalen Carter. Just just because I was watching a lot of Georgia tape with him, dude, Jalen Carter is on such another Ridiculous. level. It's crazy the fact that he fell to nine. I said it is just blows my mind the Eagles are so fucking lucky
0: yeah yeah there's there's nobody in this class as good as Jalen Carter was last year but I do feel like the depth of this class is is much stronger than it was last year for sure
1: yeah I agree all
0: right uh for my number five I got Rook Arororo from Clemson just an absolute mouthful of a name uh he's a graduate senior he actually had a senior bowl invite last year um so he could have gone through this all-star circuit last year which was uh Pretty impressive, but he's he's back for another year with Clemson. 6'4", 290. This is a dude that only played two years of high school football. His family immigrated to the United States when he was eight from Nigeria, but he was a standout high school basketball player. I also saw that he wrestled in high school, which we love to see from our D lineman, offensive lineman. Um, he's a versatile player. He's played three tech. He rushed from the outside. He They even had him snaps uh, over the center at, at nose tackle, really quick off the snap. He's able to get skinny in between blocks. He fires his hands really violently. He's really good about attacking the half man. can dip and rip. He had four sacks last year. Uh, just had a 7% win percentage. So I want to see him win a little bit more. Um, but I do think he, ha- he has the moves and the athletic ability to do so. And he's one of these guys. Motor runs hot every play. This guy really brings it. When he's in pursuit of scrambling quarterbacks, which for... The NFL now is so important with all with all these scrambling quarterbacks. Um, so really love to see that. And he also had four batted passes last year, which I like to see. He get gets his hands up when he's not going to make the play in the backfield. Um, for me, some of the weaknesses right now, he can get blown off the ball in the run game, especially against double teams. He's most likely not going to be in early, on early downs and rundowns. He's going to be able to pin his ears back and get after the quarterback um and like i said he could he needs to continue to add to his pass rush plan he tries to out athlete people right now um but i do think with a little more seasoning he he can do it so i got rook a row a row at five
1: yeah i i like rook he's outside my top five but um Really long player, too. I want to see him use a little bit more of that length in his pass rush game. But you mentioned the four batted passes. I really do love that. He, when he doesn't win, he keeps his eyes on the quarterback and t- has really good time to get up and disrupt the play. But uh, this the, this is another team, Clemson. They they are low on the defensive front. They rotated him a lot last year, too. So I'm excited so to see So annoying him. to watch. Yeah, it's, they rotate crazy amounts. But no more se. Um, I'm curious to see if they use him in the same mold they use Brissi and even kick him outside a little bit more often this year, but good player. Right. right.
0: All right, let's go to our number four. So you got a number four.
1: Uh, I got McKinley Jackson, the defensive tackle out A&M. Uh, he's a true senior from Mississippi. He was four-star recruit, number 98 overall. He's played in 28 games in his career with 12 starts across three seasons, and he was a captain for this defense last year. Uh, seven tackles, tackles for a loss, two sacks. Two QB hits, 11 hurries, and 23 stops on 389 snaps. So pretty productive player. Uh, he's unique in a sense of just his build, his overall build. He's listed at 6'2", maybe a little shorter than that, 326. But he is fucking wide, dude. This guy takes up a lot of space just with his fucking thickness and just width. Um, some of the pros, I for someone that big, you and like just like his build, you think he's just going to be a run stuffer and like a two-gap guy. Just not the case at all. He gets off the ball really well for someone his size. I think it's one of his best strength, if not his best strength. Um, and when he gets into the, the offensive lineman's chest, you his power is very evident. He's always taking up he's always like making gaining ground on the offensive lineman, pushing him back. He may be a little bit more of a uh, pocket collapser at the moment as as opposed to a like a true pass rush sack artist, but I think that will come as his game develops. He's he plays over the nose a lot. I think um 102 snaps over the nose. So they kind of used him in a, a little bit of a unique way just because he's so long and powerful. But I think if you put, you line him up in gaps and let him shoot with his elite get off, I think the sack numbers will uh, increase in the future. And then also you mentioned it about uh Ro, row, but he, his effort is second to none in this class. This guy plays with his hair on fire. I couldn't tell you the amount of times I see him running sideline to sideline to make a play or, 10 yards downfield to make a stop in a run game so uh, just his the the heart that he plays with it really is uh endearing and made me like him a little bit more maybe bump him up I almost wanted to put him at three to be honest with you uh some of the negatives I mentioned I don't know if he's going to be a true sack artist at, at the moment he's not I think he's got to develop a little bit more of a pass rush plan he's got some good counters but I want to see him when he's like before the snap, I want to have see him have a plan and maybe th- be a little bit more creative with his moves right now. He's kind of just going into the chest and out uh efforting people, which is good, but I think it'll come. The pass rush plan will come. And then also I originally wrote down uh length was an issue just because he's got that weird wide build. But according to Dane Brugler, this guy has just short of 34 inch arms. So if that's the case, that's really impressive for the position. It's not even a weakness anymore. Um, so besides just the overall pass-watching plan, I don't see much weakness of weakness with this guy's game. Uh, he's a unique player, but I think he's going to end up uh, rising a lot this season if he gets a little bit more uh, snaps on uh, in the gaps and just being able to get downhill fast.
0: Yeah, I did not watch him until this morning um, after you were talking about him having in your top five. Um, so I need to do a little bit more work on him. But from the little I saw, was really impressed. His his get off, like you said, is honestly possibly second to none um in this class. And I did see those counter moves, counter spin moves, counter swim moves that were really nice. So I'll go back and watch him, but um he looks like a good one. And I know Brugler had him him very highly regarded as well. So um we'll look out for him for sure. For me at four, I got Chris Jenkins Jr. out of Michigan. He's a senior six three, three oh five. Um, This is a guy who was number six on Bruce Feldman's freak list, had a 7.163 cone, a 4.33 shuttle, which would have all been best at last year's combine. Um, This dude is just unbelievable in the run game, and the family pedigree from his father really shines through when you watch him play. Had an 83.1 run defense grade last year of players who are still in school. He led them in run defense stops with 31 and had 40 tackles in run defense. This due to just stout um, plays with unbelievable leverage. He is low man at all times, even in run defense. It's honestly crazy how low he can, he can bend and get up inside of offensive guards um, holds his position really well, plays gap assignments really well, two gaps. Um, he moves really well. He's got a little, little twitch and a little, a little something on the inside. Um, also for a guy, I think he was playing at like two ninety-five this past year. I think they said he bulked up to like three oh five right now. He ate up double teams really well for his size. I was really impressed with that. And he's another one of these guys. Motor runs hot every play. You can really see his dad's imprint on him. This is just a guy who's he's a son of an NFL player. He he's another one chasing guys 10 yards downfield, moving sideline to sideline, trying to to go after scrambling quarterback. So I really was impressed with him. And again, we're going to talk about it for a lot of these guys. The pass rush plan needs to improve. He's got a rip move, but he's mostly just speed to power right now. He had a 7.6 win rate on pass rush snaps. Um, and I also wrote he could add more weight and overall play strength, but... As what I'm seeing right now, if he added 10 pounds, maybe that'll come this year. So I was really impressed. I think he's got an extremely high floor as a run defender right now. And I think that pass rush plan could improve for sure. So Chris Jenkins Jr. out of Michigan at my number four.
1: Yeah, he was just outside for me. I had him at six. It was actually really hard for me to decide between him and Stackhouse. I view them as very similar players. But what you said about him, I think was all true. It's really stood out to me on tape, eating up double teams, He's playing that like five tech uh, kind of. He, I thought he was gonna be more of a nose because he he's not as big as his dad. Dude, his like, dad has like
0: 60 pounds on him.
1: I feel like Stackhouse, <laughs> Stackhouse resembles his dad more than uh, Chris yeah. Jenkins Jr. <laughs> but he he does get really low too. That's like the first time I wrote down off the snap. He knows that low man fucking wins. I fucking love that about him. So uh, he's an impressive player. I, I, I think the lack of pass rush upside for me is what left him out at six. But he's a freak. That video of him standing up with... Holding a 170 pound dumbbell yeah. over his head was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. So, yeah,
0: uh, he, I think I got, would be in the hospital for like five months if
1: I tried to do that. I mean, I don't with think like
0: I, with like seventy pounds.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I thought that I thought it was like a 25, like 30 pound dumbbell. They're like, no, it's like 170. Like, how's that even <laughs> a thing? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, but he's got all the tools, so I'm curious. I want to see him develop more as a pass rusher this year. But he could definitely end up in top five. Um after the season.
0: All right. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Who you got at number three?
1: At number three, I have uh Leonard Taylor from Miami. So he's a true junior, all pedigree, five star recruit, number six overall player in that class. He started nine of twelve games last year and he's played in twenty-one uh total games in his two years at Miami. Uh last year, ten and a half tackles for loss, three sacks. Six hits, 15 hurries, and 18 stops on 329 snaps. So Miami's D rotated a lot too. I feel like it's a, a real trend with defensive lines nowadays, which is kind of annoying, but um, I want to see him get way more snaps than that this next year because he's clearly the best player on their team. Big, crazy athletic kid. Uh, what is he listed at? Six, three. I want to say. 305. He's Fucking versatile. They played him outside the numbers a little. They put him outside like on the tackle a lot more than I was anticipating, which surprised me. It shows his versatility as a player. He can play from a five to a nose, I think. Um his biggest strength right now I think is his get off and just ability to shoot gaps. He he knows how I think his awareness and knowledge of knowing where the offensive line is gonna go, it's really evident. He he beats them to the spot repeatedly and is always in the backfield, which I love. Um, and besides that, though, he doesn't he he usually the guys who I feel like rely on their get off and just blowing and just shooting gaps don't hold up as well in the run game. You know, they can be a little bit too eager, get downfield a little bit too much. But he does a good job eating double teams, which it's just constant on tape. I think the opposing offenses know he's the best player on the defensive line because he's getting doubled repeatedly. But he knows how to stand off. It's lining up. He sinks his weight pretty well. I, I think he, there's room for improvement. But he can hold up in, uh, in the run game, which I really like to see. Uh, and then um, his, his just knowledge for getting off blocks, too, and using the offensive lineman momentum against him is one of his biggest strengths. Uh, he repeatedly can stack and shed. His strength is evident. So he's got all the tools to become an elite pass rusher in at the next level. Weaknesses right now, I think we've said it for almost everyone, but he's got to get more of a plan and just uh, more arsenal. As a pass rusher, he relies on that get-off and just knowledge of uh, where the offensive linemen are going to be at the moment too much. So I want to see him use his hands a little bit more, maybe get a, a spin move, a, a quick uh, quick swim into his arsenal. He can be a really good player. Uh, and like I said, I, I want to see him take on wit- a much larger role. I want to see him 500-plus snaps this year. If if he can do that, I think he have like seven-plus sacks. So this is a player that can ease – I think these top three can all – be my number one uh, pre-draft. So excited to see this season play out. Yeah, I have Leonard Taylor at two. Um,
0: I agree with you that I think we both have uh similar top three. I think all three of these guys can easily be first-round picks next year. Um, I was extremely impressed, and I agree with you. I hate how much they rotated in. The, they also, like, they rotated in and out of every drive. Like, he would go off the field for an entire drive like yeah you cannot have your best player standing off the field for that long so like you said hopefully he's 500 plus snaps this next year um I really love what you said he's got an interesting build he's an athletic looking 300 pounder he's is he looks like a souped up linebacker honestly when when he's playing um explosive first step like you said his get off it sets up his whole pass rush world honestly because that he threatens the outside so well, and then he just attacks angles and rips inside. So once he gets guards and even tackles like leaning a little bit, um, he's got speed and strength to uh, to blow by. Had a sixteen point two percent pass rush win rate last year. Um, he's just a really interesting player. He's got twitch. He's got bend too, for a guy that's that's three hundred five. Like he can really turn the corner. Um, and I love what you said about the versatility. I think he could play as your three tech, he could play over the nose, um, he could play out on an odd front. So I really love that. Um, I think right now I agree with you, He could definitely add to the pass rush arsenal, and I think that's going to come with more experience and more snaps. Um, his two hand swipe right now is his bread and butter, and it's awesome. Um, but I agree, I think he needs to add a little bit more. Um, Uh, He graded really well against the run. And I like what you said about um, him holding up against double teams. I thought he did a pretty good job. I think sometimes he just doesn't play that tough against the run. I want to see him get a little tougher and I want to see him fight a little bit more. Um, I feel like he can get pushed back and I feel like sometimes he just loses sight of the football. Um, And then the last thing I wrote, he had too many missed tackles last year. He had a bunch of times for some big TFLs and, and he didn't make it in 18.5 missed tackle rate last year. So I want to clean that, uh, that stuff up, but this dude has all the makings of a, of a first round town and a really, really good player of the, in the NFL.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't mention it, but you touched on it. Well, he does a really good job of attacking half the off lineman's body and like, creating those angles to win. Just, I feel like when you have that in your system as a big, and you're just more athletic than the off to lineman, that's what really opens up the pass rush arsenal. And then just touching on your, the missed tackles, it is, I mean, that definitely needs to be cleaned up, but for me, at least, I don't really worry too much about missed tackles from defensive linemen. I think getting there behind the line of scrimmage is the job. And most of the time I think the tackles will come. I think it'll clean itself up.
0: That's fair. All
1: right. Uh you're, so that was your number three.
0: three. I'm I'm back to my number three. I have Mason Smith from LSU, Redshirt Sophomore. Um talking about freaks. This dude is a freak. Uh six six, three fifteen. He was number 12 on Bruce Feldman's Freakless. This is what Feldman wrote for him. The former five-star recruit is one of the most gifted players in college football. In this off season, he hit 19.5 miles per hour on the GPS and also can touch 11 feet on his standing vertical. Just absolutely ridiculous. But 11, feet? 11 feet? 11 uh, feet. I mean, he's 6'6", but the length and the athleticism are just, are just available on tape. Anytime you want to watch, This dude is an absolute freak. Um, Last year was supposed to be his coming out party. Played a lot as a freshman, but he kind of played out of position as a freshman. Ali Gay got hurt his freshman year, so he was playing a lot of defensive end, and that's really not his best position. I think he's going to be a dominant three tech. Um, But last year was supposed to be his coming out party. Tore his ACL on the first drive against Florida State after celebrating on – honestly, he blew that fucking play up too. He did. He got seven snaps. He blew the play up and he jumped and he landed weird on on his knee, but um, he's not like a clunky guy where you would see, Oh, he tore his ACL celebrating. You think he's a bad athlete. Like even on a celebration, like he looks like a good athlete and he just landed awkward. So um, hopefully this year comes out fully healthy, ready to go. Um, So watching his freshman tape is a little interesting because he played a lot out of position, but This is a five-star high school recruit, played as a true freshman. This is really a true projection for us, but I think he's going to do it. The length and size are just evident, like I said. Um, Plays with really good leverage for a guy who's 6'6", can really bend at the knees. Um, And the quick twitch for a guy that's this size is really impressive, and he can bull rush any offensive line with really good speed to power. Really excited to watch this guy this year um for me some of the negatives and again this is fresh based on freshman year tape um still needs to work on his technique and his hand placement i felt like um there were a bunch of times where he just wasn't striking in the, in the middle of the chest um and he was just kind of leaning over himself um and then in the run game needs to learn some run, better run assignments and i think again this is all going to come with experience um this is truly a projection for us but um this dude has the athletic makeup and uh, and the size and the length to to be dominant. So I got Mason Smith at three, and I think people who are putting him at number one as projections maybe are rightfully to do so. Um, but I felt
1: pretty comfortable keeping him in my top three. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do one better. I have him at two. Um, mm. It's a lot a lot of projection, just like you said. But I think you touched on his skill set pretty well. This guy isn't all oh, get off the bus team. Is it someone that you want to have? Get off your bus and just other, after the other team just jaw drop because he is a fucking freak. Six 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 three ten, three fifteen, like you said. Um he's a twitch, he's just twitchy and incredibly strong. I think he's his heavy hands really were evident his freshman year. He, the offensive lineman could feel him and he constantly got uh gained ground in that and off the snap. Uh versatile too. Like you said, he played he played end, but I think he can even play end and early down like base front if he need if need be i think he can play all the way from like a seven to a nose if he has to he's got that athletics athleticism size strength length just to play anywhere on the defensive front um i think his his ability to shoot gaps and just quick and quickness a quick twitch is his best strength right now so i think Developing more of a plan obviously will help in the future, but you had to evaluate him off his freshman year tape, which is crazy. Uh, the guy had four sacks. I think three of them came in one game too as a yeah. freshman. So he shows the ability to be able to take over and some of the weaknesses, just the inexperienced youth. And then obviously coming off that ACL injury, it's going to be, a, we have to see what how he's going to be this year. I think they open up against Florida state again. Hopefully he doesn't get injured celebrating again. That would be fucking brutal. Um, I think his get off, is inconsistent at times i want to see for someone that athletic that twitchy i want to see him being the first person off the snap each and every time if he's a little delayed i feel like at at points and then also just with that freakish height 6'6 he can play high at times especially in the run game i want to see him be able to drop his anchor a little bit more and just not give up ground in that regard but this guy has all world potential he can be i think he can be end up being a top five pick if all goes right this season yeah I mean well, yeah. watching his tape
0: it was so interesting. He just he looks like a freak. Like he looks like he shouldn't be playing football. Um but he'll be a good one and a uh, guy we're definitely watching. Um let's get to number 1. I'm assuming we both have the same number 1. Um you want to go? Yeah, uh how do you pronounce his name? Jerzon, is it? Jerzon. They call
1: him do they call him Johnny? Or is that Did, like
0: I honestly didn't see it anywhere and Maybe like once in a game tape, I heard yeah. the announcer refer to him as Johnny, but I didn't see that anywhere. Honestly. Okay.
1: Okay. We'll go, We'll stick with Jerzon then. Uh, but he's had a monster year last year. So just to start off, he's a redshirt junior, and he's actually a three-star recruit from Florida, Uh high school basketball player too. So I love the multi-sport athlete. Um, he started all all last year. He started 24, 25 games the last two seasons. So a lot of experience in a tough Big Ten He was a preseason All-American this year, second team All-American last year, had 14 tackles for loss, five and a half sacks, 19 quarterback hits, 36 hurries and 36 stops. Uh, Absolute monster fucking numbers. And to top it off, he played 723 snaps, which is like double (laughs) what everyone else is playing that we talked about today. Crazy. This guy just did not come off the field. Uh, He's got a, a unique build similar to McKinley, I guess. He's a little shorter, 6'2", 295. Um, But he can play 5-tech to a 3-tech, too. He two-gaps really, really well. His run defense is maybe his best trait right now, in my opinion. He's able to stand stand offensive linemen up, stack and shed with ease. Violent hands, which I really love to see, especially in pass rush. Really nice swim move, a really good push-pull. He's able to get off blocks very easily. Uh, his bull rushes, too. So he. I think he has all the traits. He has power, twitch, uh, pass rush, arsenal, I, which I really love to see. His bull rush, he's able to collapse the pocket. And uh, obviously, with five and a half sacks, he's able to actually produce sacks, too, which I really like to see. Uh, I think he played three or, three or four-man front and be really effective, too. So he's scheme versatile in that sense. Um, some of the negatives... Just that build is a little odd, you know. It's not something you see too often in the NFL. He's a little shorter. I don't know what his like I want to. I mean, I'm curious to see how he's going to measure lengthwise. I think that's the biggest metric that he's going to have to pass threshold wise. Um, and I don't know if he's going to he, like like two and three on our lists. They were all they were freak athletes and just insane pedigree. I don't think he's the athlete that they are. He's a good athlete. He's just not plus plus athlete. But his um, what's the word I'm looking for his refined approach into the game is head and shoulders above everyone else in this class. So I think he's, he's a clear cut number one right now. I don't know if he has the ceiling necessarily as some of the other guys do. So I view him as a, a solid first round pick, but I think his, he's going to be in like that 15 to 20 range. I don't see him as a like top 10 potential pick. Yeah. I think
0: that's a good spot for him. Um, honestly, I really like what you said. Just a really refined player. Um I also thought this was interesting. Uh he has four brothers um who all played college football. I don't know if you saw their names. Um he is Jerzon Newton, but he has four brothers, Jervon, Jerquan, Jerjuan, and Jershan. Stop it. How <laughs> insane is that?
1: That's why what's do you do you know the dad's name? Is I don't that- know.
0: I got I I'm sure I could find that, but my God, if your parents were like mumbling a little bit, are all four kids coming to r- like running, like all, all of them. Um, but his brothers, play, I think they played at North Texas. One of his brothers played at Toledo. So really good family of athletes. Um, love what you said. I think right now his, uh, his football IQ, I think, is by far the highest of, of any of these guys. And I think that's his bread and butter right now. Made so many plays against the run. He sniffs out screens. Um, like you said, 36 stops against the run last year, which is super impressive. Um, he also, he's another one who gets his hands up when he's, when he can't get to the quarterback Had three batted passes last year. Um, I think his get off is really special at his size right now at a 14.6 win rate. Um, the violent hands, like he said, he's always working towards the quarterback. His technique is really solid. The strike is always in the right spot. Um, I think he's got really good feet too. can split double teams. He's got good run and chase ability too. There are some plays where quarterbacks are getting out of the pocket. He is fucking moving. Like I'm, I think he's going to be a really good tester, honestly. Um, And he's another one of these guys, max effort, every single play. And like you said, never comes off the field, which I fucking love that from, from our big boys. Um, I didn't have too many weaknesses. I honestly wouldn't even call them weaknesses. I think, I wrote more areas to grow to really help him take him over the top. I think he can improve in his anchor a little bit more. I felt like he got knocked back a couple times. Like you said, he's got a weird body. He's built up top. Um, and then I think he can work on a couple counters when when that first move doesn't work, but man, he's really solid and I think he's firmly
1: cemented it in the first round next year. Yeah, he's he's got the highest floor out of anyone in this class. I don't think it's even close. Yeah.
0: All right, that was a good one. Let's uh let's run through our top fives and then we'll get to a couple guys who just missed. So who you got one through five?
1: So I got Jerzon Newton at one, Mason Smith at two, Leonard Taylor at three, McKinley Jackson at four, and Nazir Stackhouse at five. Nice. I have
0: Jerzon Newton out of Illinois at one, Leonard Taylor out of Miami at two, Mason Smith from LSU at three, Chris Jenkins Jr. from Michigan at four, and then Rook Aroro at a Clemson at five um we do have dean's list as well we'll run through dean's list one through five he had michael hall your boy out of ohio state at number one he had jerzan newton at number two he had leonard taylor at number three he had um he had dante corleone the godfather from cincinnati at four and then he had uh who do you have mason smith at, at five yeah mason smith at five nice um. So let's get to a couple guys outside of our top five that you like. Who do you like?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll just touch on Michael Hall quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I understand why Dean likes him. He, he's a, a gap shooter, really quick get off, and he's got a advanced pass rush arsenal. I think if you give his pass rush arsenal to a Mason Smith or Leonard Taylor, they're number one for me uh but my issue with michael hall is just a little smaller and he got washed out in the run game far too often um double teams to in, in particular he would just get dri- driven back so i think he's got to get add some little weight get more power and just become a, a more stout run defender to be able to reach his ceiling and get on the field in the nfl level but he's someone who can definitely rise this year with a good with a good season uh another person that i want to touch on zion log i think that's how you pronounce it from georgia this Georgia team has so many athletic fucking monsters up front, but he's a big athletic kid, 6'5, 295. I love his get off, good, good size, and his hands uh, are pretty quick and violent too. So I think he's someone to look out for. With Jalen Carter leaving, I think he'll take on a bigger role and could uh, rise towards the end of this year. And then one other guy I want to touch on quick Brandon Doralish from Oregon. I don't know if you touched on him during the Edge episode at all, but he's a tween. He's like one of those hybrid tweener type guys. He can play uh end in early down sets and then he can kick inside on passing downs but i really do love the player and the versatility um he had nine and a half tackles for lost two and a half sacks and 40 pressures last season uh he played a lot outside so i don't i didn't know really where to put him but i think at his home is if he can keep that 290 frame i think his home is going to be on a, a interior rusher on pass downs and he's got a lot of upside too
0: yeah i like dorals i scouted him for um I cannot remember if I mentioned him in our edge episode, guys outside. But I liked him. Uh, I think he's probably going to play more to edge too again this year. Um, but like you said, I feel like he's uh It's kind of like our Adibouare from last year. I think he, his home is probably at, at three tech, but um, plays a lot outside. I'll mention two guys. One guy that Dean had in his top five, Dante Corleone, um, the Godfather. Like I mentioned, this is another um, absolute freak. Number sixteen on Bruce Feldman's Freak List. Bench is 485, squats 605, and deadlift 700 pounds, and also ran 18 miles an hour on the GPS. So just an absolute freak. 6'2, 320. Um, name of his game is just brute strength. He just moves offensive lineman back so easy, and it doesn't even look like he's trying that hard. His lower half and his grip strength are just unbelievable. Just can push the pile, um, can stack and shed so easily. Um, eats up double teams for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just like I said, just an absolute mammoth of a, of a human being. Um, doesn't have a bad get off, honestly, for, for his size. Um, he plays a little upright, but he's got pretty good get off. And his numbers last year for PFF are just honestly staggering against the run, a 94.7 run defense grade. He had 27 stops. Um, and then, in pass, in pass rush, he had a 15.3% win rate. Um, so just unbelievable numbers from him last year. See if he'll continue to grow. Um, he's not the twitchiest guy, and he's not going to threaten you with speed. But, um, again, not the name of his game. And, like I said, plays a little bit too tall. want to see him bend a little more play with more leverage. Um, but he's a good one I'm, I'm going to watch out for. And then the last guy I just wanted to mention is uh, Tavondre Sweat. Um, from Texas, 6'4", 346. And honestly, he looked bigger than 346. This is another guy similar to Nazir Stackhouse out of Georgia. Um, he's a two-gapper. He's a log. He, uh, he clears lanes. He clogs everything in his path. Um, he was actually an edge prospect when he came onto campus. He was 260 when he got Jesus. to Texas, and now he's 346. Um, so... He's a really good run run defender. Can hold up in double teams, um, but he's another one. Doesn't really give you much in pass rush, and he plays a little bit too high right now. And I think in the NFL, he's only going to be on the field in early rundowns. But he was another good one that uh, could probably be a, a day three guy that can get on the field in a rotation. So Tavondre Sweat from Texas, another guy I just wanted to shout out.
1: Love it. Love those. I love those early down. Uh, defensive tackles. They're a dying breed, but you know, still got to still gotta shout them out. They're
0: important. They
1: are important. Every team needs them. Definitely.
0: All right, my man, that's going to do it for us here on 2 Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our final summer scouting episode. Shout out to all the safeties, the linebackers and the interior offensive linemen that we could not get to you, but honestly watching your tape stinks, but we will watch you guys for the actual NFL draft. Had to get, Had to get the big positions out of the way. Ray, my friend, football is just one week away from week zero. Got to be fired up. We got our college football preview coming up next week. We're going to pick all of our conference winners. We're going to pick our favorite over unders from each conference. So I'm really excited for that. I know you are as well. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at two tackles with the number two. And you can also find us now on underdogpodcast.com. Shout out to underdog. Stick with us as we continue this 2023 offseason, Ray. Not for too long, though. Season's one week away, my friend. Get fired up.
1: Appreciate you, buddy.